Welcome. You're tuning into Around the Table with the Judges podcast presented by Property Guru, Property Report, the official magazine of Asia Property Awards and Asia Real Estate Summit. In this special series, you will meet the notable names behind their independent judging panel across our 14 awards markets in 12 countries. Together, we will dive into the nitty gritty of the judging process, as well as figure out why they are the most deserving to judge leading industry players. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of our Judges Podcast. My name is Tina Ryan, and I am your host throughout this special series. Today, we will be speaking with the esteemed judging panel of the 2022 edition of the Property Guru Asia Property Awards, Singapore. Before we proceed, may we have our judges introduce themselves, starting with our dear chairperson. Hi, hello everyone. My name is Christine Thorsteins. Um, so this is my second year of chairing this esteemed uh, panel of judges for the Singapore Property Guru Asia Property Works. Hello, uh, my name is Henry Woon and um, this is uh, my six years of judging the um, Property Guru, uh, Guru Award already and so um and yeah look forward to this year's award and other uh, review of the uh, entries hello i'm uh, dr joe hopin uh, this is also my second year uh, in the panel of judges for the asia property award i'm indeed very honored to be able to work with uh, my fellow uh, judges not to actually you know look into all the very exciting projects have been submitted by various developers and uh, consultants. Thank you, judges. For our first question, here we go. It has been 12 years since the Property Guru Asia Property Awards Singapore was launched in the city-state. And since then, we have had the great honor of having such an accomplished panel of judges behind the scenes. With such a crucial role, please explain in the simplest way possible, what is it that you do as a judge? So I, I guess the, the 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 core really of our uh, duty as a as a as a judge comes down to a period of uh, two or three weeks, usually in September, where we um, jet around Singapore and we visit the entries. So that's really the the most fun part of the job. So and we are in a privileged position because we get to um, have a a, a a preview of the exciting launches that are upcoming. Um, so we visit either uh, showrooms or the actual construction site or the, uh, yeah, which is usually the case. Um, and then we inspect all, you know, all the um, elements that form a part of the, of the judging criteria. Um, and then um, after this, uh, after these, these two weeks of, of marathon visits, we uh, cast our votes, we, we grade each of the, the developments and and then uh, it culminates in a final judges meeting where there is sometimes um, a, a, a heated debate about uh, who should uh, get the awards. 
um, and uh, you know the the the, the categories um, by which we judge the projects are uh, you know very varied, and one of the most important one is obviously around sustainability, and we are blessed to have a couple of experts in that area. So uh, maybe Henry, you wanna uh, talk a bit about the items that you look at when we're judging? Yeah, thanks, yeah, Christine, and uh, yeah, it's pretty much like sum up our. Uh, exciting two weeks of reviewing the properties, which is like probably the, the most fun part. And um, but uh, we do actually need to uh, carry out quite a bit of preparation work before the actual judging happen, because very often all the judge will need to uh, judges need to come together and establish all the criteria to um, to assess the property in terms of different award and different qualities as well, like. Um, taking the example of the sustain, sustainability award and we really actually need to establish like what is the scoring criteria for some of these specialists um, kind of award that is like demonstrating performance and really the attributes of the development as well and so so we do actually need to f- uh, spend quite a lot of time beforehand the the, the actual uh, visit and to really evaluate what we are looking for and then establish like um, the, the questionnaires etc as well and so get all the preparation done and so but it's a quite a comprehensive process yeah as someone uh, who's involved in township management for over 30 years i tend to focus very much on the buildability the maintainability and the sustainability of the projects which have been submitted for the competition uh, what is important is i always look at it in terms of the the sustainability of development you know, in terms of the use of our resources in building uh, different projects and the designs in terms of uh, sustainability. So I find that when we uh, move around to, to view, uh, to assess those different uh, submissions, you know, I tend to f- f- focus very much on uh, these three areas. You know, I must say that uh, the, the projects submitted have uh, very interesting and very innovative uh, designs and also uh, ideas in terms of uh, buildability, maintainability, and sustainability. Thank you, judges. Now, um, you have all been appointed in your role because of your diverse expertise and in-depth knowledge in the sector. Yet, this also means that you will have your own style, preferences, you know, in, in processes or materials and designs. How do you distance yourself from um, uninten- unintentional professional bias? Uh, yeah, I mean, so my, my background, I mean, like you say, we all have very diverse uh, backgrounds. So my background is from actually, you know, hotel real estate and from flexible office, uh, flexible offices and, and like operational real estate. So I, I tend to look um, a lot at the uh, livability. Uh, you know how um, you know how how great is it going to be to actually you know live in in, in this place you know I, I look at that more more than um, you know things like you know profitability or the the, the price per square meter per square feet that has been achieved and, and things like that how to how to um, how to be impartial I mean I think that's just uh, um, you know something that uh, everyone on the panel has to have really um, you know integrated uh, in the in their in their way of viewing the project and uh, you know so far I don't think I mean this is this is my uh, second year of chairing the panel but I've actually been a part of it for for six years like like Henry um, I I don't think I I mean I have never come across a situation where there was any um, 
any any question about the uh, impartiality and the um, the in- integrity of any judge. I mean, yes, Singapore is a, is a is a very small place, but it's big enough to um, to have a sufficient big pool of uh, of judges who you know have no vested interest uh, whatsoever in any of the projects that we are judging. Yeah, I totally agree, and particularly on the parts that like all our judges do have our own expertise area, like what Christine actually mentioned earlier. And for my side, I'm coming in more for uh, from like building performance, sustainability, and and like building infrastructures, like quite a technical side of the uh, of the development uh, area. And so, so I think in between the judges. Um, we have quite good mutual understanding of who are the expertise in the specific areas as well. And so that we really actually will point to a certain judge to provide some areas of expertise on a certain topics. And, and we are always actually really respectful of each other's um, ideas as well. And, and the other thing is that we are always very open when we actually discuss about the award and the attributes of the uh, of the development as well, and so so uh, we don't really hold back too much. Obviously, you do uh, uh, express your view as well, but we are also very willing to actually listen and discuss like each other's view as well, and so so that will actually really help to balance out the uh, the bias part, like uh, to make sure that whatever that we really propose and conclude as well is very unbiased. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think what Henry said is correct. I think with the different expertise from the different judges, we tend to put ourselves into the shoes of the different uh, judges to to look at their viewpoints, and I think that helps to make the the whole evaluation of the the uh, projects uh, more complete in the sense that we're looking at different aspects of a project, you know, in terms of the functionality, in terms of buildability, maintainability, sustainability, you know, different aspect of it. And I think that gives a very good uh, so-called assessment of the quality of the project and whether it helps to, to, uh, to fulfill the aspirations of the potential users of those, uh, those projects. So I think that uh, expertise, uh, which uh, is so-called from the various judges, uh, it does help you know, to strengthen the whole uh, judging process for, for the award. Thank you, judges. Now, this year, our developers will be pleased to hear that you have added several new categories to adapt to the evolving sector. Now, among the new titles to be presented is the best nature integrated condo development. I find it so interesting. Can you tell us how important it is that we promote and reward these types of developments? Yes. Um, I think that uh, most people who are involved in real estate today are noticing that um, the the needs of people have evolved a lot. And now we have much more categories of people to cater to. It's not just, uh, you know, families and, you know, singles and, you know, the, these rigid socioeconomic categories uh, that we used to ref- refer to before. Um, so that's why um, the the categories of, uh, of, of developments um, evolve from one year to the other. Now, uh, specifically on the nature integrated uh, category, um, you know, sustainability is uh, the most important element uh, in, in, uh, in real estate today. Uh, you know, it's not just about, you know, appealing to, to people's 
course, want to be closer to nature, but uh, making sure that uh, we are developing something sustainable and uh, you know not destroying destroying the the, the planet. Um, and uh, so it's uh, it's it's really you know this it holds it's it's hand in hand. It's uh, following COVID. You know, people uh, realized that they wanted to be more closer to nature. We don't didn't want to be uh, locked up in in, in shoe boxes. Uh, and at the same time, you know, developers are really uh, you know taking action to better integrate um, in nature. But uh, yeah, Henry, you can you could you could talk about this for for hours, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sustainability is really our 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 aspect um, of um, uh, the area that judge do look into a lot as well. And so, um, but I guess um, what we are also particularly particularly looking at as well in these nature integrated uh, development concept is really actually trying to um, identify uh, some of the features that the uh, participant really can help to differentiate themselves in a way like really actually uh, bring out the characteristic of um, their landscape design, the water features as well and and there are a lot of ways to um, present these kind of nature theme kind of a development that is getting more and more important as what Christine said. And so, so these kind of um, uh, uh, features really became, become a differentiators uh, to your competitors. And, and we really want to actually use these awards to encourage the, uh, the participant to really actually add value or improve their products in a way. And so that's really kind of our objective, I guess, yeah. Yeah, what we are seeing uh, is that there's a trend of uh, some developments who are uh, building very near to nature and nature set natural settings. So I think this new award is basically to encourage you know, the designers to actually take into consideration the natural settings. And when you put a built environment facility into or near uh, natural settings, how do you actually integrate with nature so as to not to destroy the biodiversity, the ecology, of the natural environment. So I think this uh, award is basically to send a message you know, to uh, architects and designers that when you are developing uh, a facility near uh, nature, what are the key considerations which you need to, uh, to take into uh, uh, account when you are actually putting into your design so that uh, not only the, the users of that facilities will enjoy the, the built environment, but also the natural ecosystem is not uh, being uh, adversely uh, affected or disrupted. Now, we also noticed that you will be granting the best wellness condo development this year. What features in a project are you looking for when we speak of wellness? Yes, so um, I think this is also one of the trends that um, COVID has propelled um, into becoming something very mainstream. So um, wellness is not just having a fancy gym and a big pool. It's also about the well-being of the people uh, living there. So in terms of air quality, in terms of not using um, uh, materials, building materials like like paint and, and things like that that are you know can be harmful to to people. Um, it's about using uh, sustainable uh, sustainable material, and again, it's about uh, ways of integrating uh, greenery and nature into the overall project. Um, yeah, Henry, would you agree? Yeah, definitely. And so there are quite a lot of uh, well-established uh, kind of um, uh, areas that. Uh, normally in development 
you will actually really focus on, like what Christine actually mentioned on, uh, like the materials, the air quality. But um, but I guess uh, ultimately, what we are actually looking for is to um, to look at like features that the developer really genuinely showcasing the design features that have really actually thought. Um, uh, about the residents that who will actually occupy the space in futures and and really have that um, good consideration of how to encourage them to access to good active lifestyle you know like providing running track uh, like bike parking features you know like helping them to really actually easily to get their bike out and use their bike more and go for a run more and and these kind of features just to actually really encourage encourage the uh, the, the really active lifestyle in a way and also like uh, some of the more subtle features such as like uh, encourage natural ventilation like and uh, let them to actually open up the window a little bit more rotating the building and and make sure that it's very porous and great areas as well and so all these are part of the criteria that all the judges will actually really be looking looking for as well yeah so maybe dr teo have some mm. other like criteria as well yeah <laughs> Yeah, this uh, wellness award is actually something which the judges have discussed and debated. I think it's actually a happy people award. Basically, what we hope you know, to achieve is actually uh, buildings which will make people or users of that building happy. You know, in terms of keeping them active, keeping them healthy and keeping them happy. So I think if you have uh, happy users of our built facilities, and I think that is the ultimate uh, desired outcome of uh, the built environment. So this uh, wellness award is basically a happy people award or, or you call it happy hour award. No? So you have many happy hours within the built facility. That's amazing. <laughs> now, last year, you all evaluated entries virtually. How difficult was the process compared to on-site visits? And how do you make sure that projects are judged fairly without being there physically? Yes, uh, it's true that in 2020, uh, yeah, all the all the entries were judged virt virtually. Um, last year, we managed to visit most of them, um, uh, and it's it's clear that you know doing this virtually is a is a is a huge challenge. It's a huge challenge, but you know um, if all the entries are being assessed virtually, you know they're all you know being being assessed in the in the under the same challenges. Uh, so even you know everyone has the the same same uh, possibility to 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 shine, but but it's clear that uh, we get a much better idea of the of the quality of each project when we when we actually manage to to visit. Um, you know, having said that, you know um, many of the developers were very innovative and put a lot of effort in renderings and providing floor plans and uh, virtual visits, which uh, really facilitated the the task. However, um, I'm obviously thrilled that now we will be doing the visits uh, in person and and doing the gala, you know, live because uh, it's uh, it makes all the difference. Yeah, totally agree. And so, and obviously, it's quite a strange experience back in 2020s as well. But but I did actually uh, notice that the um, the virtual uh, interview and evaluation process do actually make the, um, the participant to actually spend more effort and time to put together a really comprehensive package of information for the judge to review as well. And sometimes you kind of actually have like more opportunity to understand like important tiny uh, details that 
otherwise could have been missed like through our uh, site visits as well. So obviously, um, uh, I think there's a, uh, a balance between the site visit and, and also like a virtual visit. And, and generally, I think nowadays a lot of people are very used to like virtual uh, um, evaluation as well and or discussion. And so so I think there's a bit of a pros and cons that, but obviously I totally agree, like um, uh, going to the site and then seeing the real thing and then have the discussion. Uh, on the go as well is what it really makes the um, the judging process a lot more like uh, comprehensive. I would say, yeah. Well, to me, I I feel the virtual and actual. Of course, there are some constraints in terms of virtual evaluation, but nevertheless, I think we are looking into the designs, looking into the concept, looking into the teams, looking into the different types of materials. No use for the development. So I think as as, uh, uh, as the judges are all familiar, you know, with all uh, different types of de development, I think it will still provide a very consistent uh, basis to evaluate, you know, the different projects for the different types of awards. So I don't think it does have any uh, so-called significant impact in terms of, uh, you know, uh, the assessment, uh, the judging of the different types of uh, submissions. Thank you, judges. Now, during the voting period, let's say that you guys are split between two major participants. How do you choose a winner? The chairman called. <laughs> yeah, we I haven't had that. We haven't had that very often. Where where the chairperson? No. No. Luckily, I mean, if there if there really is, uh, you know, after if if after the initial visits, and after the the scorecards there are um you know two contenders then we vote and uh during my time with the uh awards um we've never had to have a situation where the the chair chairperson has had to to make a call it's you know one once you put two uh candidates up against each other um then usually it becomes quite clear which one is the is the winner right mm. yes agree yeah yeah, I think I think uh, like out of the six years of judging, I I probably remember once like quite a few years ago that we really actually could not select the final winner, and I I, be, I remember it was a very quite important award that is basically the the development award of the year or something that we need to actually select and and chose it to represent Singapore to to um uh, to uh, to go for the uh, overall award right in Southeast Asia. I, I have to say it's quite a few years ago, but yeah. I guess like what we do need to take into account sometimes is to um, uh, 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 like really look at that particular award and see what kind of um, uh, attributes that might count a little bit more uh, towards the um, uh, the award. Like they say, if it's a related to sustainability kind of uh, aspect of the award, then we might like really towards the uh, the experts kind of opinion within the judging panels and and then we will actually really uh, um, uh, be more complied towards that kind of a direction based on the, the expert kind of a view in a way but obviously everyone will really have an uh, opportunity to really say like uh, express their their, uh, their kind of preference and so I think that there's a lot of like uh, this kind of discussion and waiting going on within the uh, the judging discussion and the award discussion yeah yeah, yeah, that's really where the diversity of the, the background of the panels is really, really useful, where we're able to pull in expert views and, and help us make a, um, a, a grounded decision. Okay, we're down to our last two questions. Dr. Tia, would, would you like to add to that? 
Uh, I think it, uh, I agree with what uh, Christine and Henry has, uh, have said. I think basically the judges are uh, professional, very objective. So when it comes to a, a tie, so-called, we will have to you know, uh, discuss again to see actually which uh, project is more deserving for that particular award. So we don't have a problem. Professionally, I think we can sort it out. No, no issue at all. Now, as leaders in your respective fields, uh, we know that you have a lot on your plate, yet you have been devoting your time for free to our awards program um, for several years now. Um, as a valued member of our independent panel, can you share what it is that makes this role worthwhile to you? Yeah, I mean, honestly, for me, it's a huge privilege. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I get to uh, work with an amazing group of people who are real uh, experts in their fields. Um, and, uh, you know, for, for me as a, as a non-Singaporean, you know, I, I, I get a privileged, um, you know, uh, access to, you know, areas and, and buildings and developments that I wouldn't have discovered otherwise. Um, and then it's also, uh, you know, it's uh, it, it makes it really worthwhile to see the level of innovation that is going on. The, each year, the developers just keep, you know, topping themselves. And uh, we see that in the regional awards where Singapore usually does uh, does really, really well. And just for me as a real estate professional, it's um, it's a huge benefit to be able to get this uh, firsthand access to um, this this level of innovation and um, uh, and progress that is going on. Yeah, totally agree as well. And, and uh, uh, especially on that, uh, the judging process as well, and then to be, be able to collaborate with a group of um, like very, very nice people, but also very open-minded and has a lot of knowledge to share through the process as well uh, in terms of judging process and with the, uh, the, the judges. And that is actually uh, one of the biggest factors for me to like really be um, motivated to be involved as well. But I guess like the second uh, um, uh, reason really is I do actually treat this as a very good way or a very, very precious channel for us to actually really feedback information back to the developers. And I mean, like in the in the industry or in the uh, wider market, in a way, there's not that many opportunity that you have firsthand opportunity to tell the de uh, developer what you've actually done right and what you've done wrong. And so we see this as really as an opportunity to push the market and the quality of the um, of the actual development and building in general to a higher quality development in general and so so i think that's really the biggest motivation as well to actually have that opportunity and drive the market and to improve the market as well and i think that's precious yeah but to me i see this as uh, my contribution to inspire innovation in the real development industry i think to the discussion among the judges and our input or given uh, our, our feedback to the respective uh, uh, developers and consultants, I think we, we contribute towards uh, improving the industry in terms of professionalism, in terms of innovation. So I, I see the meaning you know, in terms of uh, our uh, contribution as judges and uh, we hope we can inspire more innovation in the industry in the years to come. Wonderful. Now, this year, with the world slowly returning to normalcy, we are finally back to hosting our much-anticipated exclusive physical gala event. So, what are you most looking forward to at this year's program? 
Yes, um, I can hardly contain my excitement of uh, being back to the the physical gala, and I think my 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 fellow judges will will agree. Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think yeah, uh, it's it's about being able to to reconnect with all the all the developers and all the participants in in uh, in person again. You know, we've we managed to see a few of them last year when we did the um, the, the visits. But the the gala is a, is a more uh, informal and, and social environment you, where you forge different types of, uh, of of ties. So that's really what I'm what I'm looking forward to. And the cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the cocktails for me too. Um, and I mean, like for me, is um, quite simple. It's really the happy faces of the participants. Obviously the one that who won the award and then they see that uh, hard work has been paid off as well and that is actually very satisfying and that encouraged them to actually do better next year as well and that's something that is very satisfying and and you can't actually have that in a virtual gala and and so a physical gala you can really actually feel that uh, energy in there and that's what i really actually look forward to yeah yeah i agree yeah, I agree with that. I think with the physical gala, we'll be able to personally thank the winners and also to acknowledge their good work. And I think that helps you know, to inspire them to continue to be more innovative and also to better serve the society in the years to come. Now, before we end this episode, we have our chairperson invite our leading developers and designers to participate in the 2022 edition of the Property Guru Asia Property Awards Singapore. Take it away, Ms. Chair. Yes, uh, so uh, just a short, short message to all the, the Singapore developers. Um, the Singapore Property Guru uh, Awards is an amazing opportunity to showcase uh, what you are capable of, uh, the innovations that you come up with, and the amazing projects that are going on in Singapore. Singapore usually does really, really well on the regional uh, awards, and um, other countries in the region really look to Singapore to see what are the new trends um, and, and uh, you know, what, what's happening in, in real estate. So uh, it's not just a, a matter of, you know, beating your, your fellow uh, Singapore developers. It's about showcasing uh, yourselves and your developments on a, on a regional level. So uh, great opportunity there. Thank you so much, Ms. Kristen and judges. Thank you yeah. again. We look forward to hopefully um, meeting you guys at the gala this year. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. Nominations are open until the 19th of August, so make sure to send in your entries on time. Submissions are accepted at asiapropertyawards.com. Once again, that's asiapropertyawards.com. Special shout out to our sponsors and partners this year. Official gold sponsor, we have Kohler. Official gold sponsor, Mitsubishi Electric Asia. Supporting associations, Singapore Estate Agents Association and Singapore Building Council. Official PR partner, Artemis Associates. Media partners, DNA Magazine, Yacht Style, and Luxuo and Palace. Official ESG partner, Bandek Foundation. Official cable TV partner, History Channel. Official magazine, Property Guru, Property Report. And official portal partner, propertyguru.com.sg. And official supervisor, HLB. Once again, our deepest appreciation to Kristen and the rest of the judges for generously devoting your time and expertise to our awards program. Other notable members are Shang Chai Chua, Greg Shan, Joel Chen, Kapoi Tay, and Wenwei Lim. 
there you have it, the distinguished judging panel of the Property Guru Asia Property Awards Singapore. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>